The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio again with Mike Gillen. And our guest today is Todd Pierkowski with Janny Roofing. And you know, this is a very timely show, Mike. It is. Uh, you know, and folks it, know it's a recorded show. Right. The show is on right now at 10.05, Saturday morning. Or 9.05 up in Gainesville. Exactly. And, in, and Ocala. I keep forgetting about that. That's right. There's We've an hour big difference. time. Yeah. You've got, you're across the network. But we've actually recorded the show yesterday. Right. And right now it is raining like crazy. Cats and dogs. And there's a hurricane out there. Uh, probably not coming this no, way. No, that's a Cat 5 out there. That right? is. Yeah, yeah. So how timely to have our friend Todd Pierkowski from Janney Roofing in the studio today. Welcome, Todd. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yeah. So now, it's drier in here than it was in the parking lot. That's true. Now, Todd, I got a question. Yes, sir. When it's raining like it is now, and the wind is blowing so that the rain is coming sideways, do you kind of start salivating? <laughs> well, sometimes I wonder if that's the moisture in my vehicle is the salivating, or if the rain will let the window open. Um, it could be one or the other. Um, yes and no. I We do belong to a private club. Uh, the acronym is SSHH. It's either the Secret Society of Hurricane Hopefuls or the Secret <laughs> Society of Hail Hopefuls. But uh, that is something we belong. Not a Category 5 like it's out right now with Hurricane Lee, yeah. but we definitely say, you know, just give us a Category 1, take the shingles off, no loss of life, no property damage other than that, and we'll be good with that. Uh, it is definitely definitely stimulate to our economy and to our company. So, Todd, I've, you know, I've lived in Central Florida now 40 years. Mike, you've been here forever, too. Todd, well, you've yeah. been here. Yeah, not quite as long as you, but yes, almost. If you had a nickel for everybody who told you a roofing horror story, would you have a good bit of money in your pocket? Uh, yeah, I'm sure Todd knows that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is unfortunate that so many, I call players, have uh, polluted or diluted the industry, making it seem like, you know, when you say the word roofing or roofer, it always leaves a negative connotation or a bad taste in your mouth. It is unfortunate. Um, but thank the Lord that with Janie Roofing and the influence that we have in the community, not only here statewide and even around the world, uh, because of our culture and the things that we bring to the table and our values, uh, we're trying to stem the tide or change the tide on that. That's what I wanted to, to talk about because this show is uh, The Shepherd at Work, bringing Christ into the marketplace, being salt and light in the community. And Janny Roofing has occupied a space that really does not have a great reputation. So walk us through the dynamics first. Why? Because you're a professional. You've done tons of things and you've exceeded at everything. Why did you choose Janny Roofing? And how is Janny Roofing? being salt and light in the community? That's a great question, and I'll do a little bit of a, uh, maybe a caveat and answer. Um, I did not get into roofing to be a roofer. 
to be quite honest. Uh, as you know, the Janney family, Dr. David Janney was my pastor for many, many years at Orlando Baptist Church. His son, Dustin, now pastors that church. Uh, Dr. Janney has been with World Hope Organization in Kenya. We've been supporting them for many years. But after Hurricane Michael, excuse me, Hurricane Matthew 2016 hit Central Florida, uh, Derek Janney, uh, Dr. Janney's son and the president of Janney Roofing, had contacted me and said, hey, Todd, I got some, uh, some leads here, so I need some help. Can you come help me? And uh, he said, my dad's too busy. And I'm thinking, next to your father, one of my great mentors, you're asking me, like, I'm your second <laughs> choice. I'm going to find a way to come do that and come help you along, mm-hmm. come alongside you. Um, the opportunity was not so much to be a roofer, but the opportunity was to take care of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the golden rule is not he who has the gold makes the rules, although some people think that's what it means. Uh, the golden rule, as we both know, is to um, love your neighbor as yourself. And we are trying to be a good neighbor mm-hmm. um, and love our neighbors as ourselves. We have, um, and I, t- I was teaching a class uh, yesterday, Friday, for some of the new hires at Janie Roofing. And you know, Janie Roofing didn't start, although it did on paper in 2006 under Janie Construction Services, but Janie Roofing started back in the 1930s with Dr. Al Janie in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and during the Great Depression, uh, his mom uh, and her father passed away. Mom raising children and could not afford to take care of all of them, so put two of her boys in foster care, a group mm-hmm. home up in Jacksonville, and an older brother had some trouble, and counselor brought Al in, a young young man, I think he was 11 years old, and said, hey, you can either make something of the Janney name or you can ruin it. Mm-hmm. And at that point on, he decided to make something of that name. That legacy continues. Uh, people don't realize the Florida Association of Christian Colleges and Schools, FACS, was founded by Dr. Al Janney in Miami and back in the 60s, which is many of the schools, including the one my wife is principal at, Eltamont Christian School, Orlando Christian Prep, they are all accredited by FACS. The coolest thing is the company started lately, but the heritage or legacy started then. The values that have been instilled in the Janneys from way back then is what the core of our company is. You know, the bringing Christ to the workplace. We have an opportunity to be salt and light uh, and to be an influence. You know, we all know that from John Maxwell, leadership is influence or influence is leadership equals. And for us, having the opportunity to do that uh, is really helping us make a a staple uh, in the marketplace. So walk us through a couple of examples of how Johnny Roofing is making a difference in the space that you're in. Well, the first thing I've realized is you got to be authentic. Um, Janie Roofing, we are one of many per se in the roofing industry, but because we do things differently, and I must say after our training we just completed is when God is first in our culture and God is is, is premier, it kind of like takes all the other identities and lets them fall into place. Um, uh, we seek the Lord first, of course, his kingdom is righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you, Matthew six thirty three. that is our company. Having the ability to lead with that first, there's no competition. We're competitive, but not internally. We're not stabbing each other in the back, competing for that. We are really trying to make an impact uh, internally. So we have internal customers, which are our people. We also have external customers. Um, And having that opportunity to to lead and to serve. um, And with God being first, we treat everybody like we want to be treated. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Go ahead. Because you're a professional, and you're going to be able to answer this real quick. Give us an example of how you had a situation come up to where in the industry they would have done it one way, but you did it another. A lot of that happens, I think, when it comes to 
let's say, for example, God forbid, Hurricane Lee makes its way to Florida. There are a lot of companies, that's all that they do is they only do insurance work. Um, I've had customers call me and say, hey, can you take a look at my roof? My insurance claim got declined and my other roofer company can't help me. What do you mean they can't help you? Well, they said they only do insurance roofing. Well, that means they're not really roofers. Mm. It's a glorified sales organization that just try to capitalize on the insurance proceeds. When you take care of the customer, whatever the needs are, wherever it fits, it doesn't matter really how the how it's paid for per se. Sometimes it could be claimable, but also being honest enough to say that it's not claimable. There's not an insurance claim here. Um, so I would say when I have people calling me saying, hey, this one couldn't help you, can you? We look at the customer, look at their home, look at their situation. How can we be of service to you, not just looking behind them and seeing dollar signs? That's the motivation behind it. Customer first. So I can't tell you how many door knocks I've gotten in the last six months of somebody saying, I can get you a free roof. Can I do an inspection for you mm. or something like that? Yeah. But you have all these people saying, I'm going to get you a free roof. And that isn't necessarily the case. Right. Florida Building Code uh, and the laws that have come out, especially it is illegal, it is a third degree felony to profit from an insurance claim. And when a client is being offered the opportunity to have their deductible, which was required by law, to be waived or covered, uh, it's against the law. So I would never put our, our company in a situation like that, let alone put our customer in a situation like that. It's 2023. The camera's always rolling. People are always recording. You never know who's going to be on the other side of that trying to set you up. So we never want to put ourselves in a situation like that to begin with. The challenge with that is let's do the right thing the first time. You know, with God first and that, those priorities, how would I want to be treated? Trust me, I don't like people knocking on my door either at my house. But if they do knock and they do have an opportunity, let's listen and see if it's, it's a good fit for us and, and, them for, and, and us for them. Now, Todd, this may sound like a silly question. But how long does a 15-year roof last? That's a great question. Sounds like a loaded question. <laughs> I would say 15 years. Now, I am Polish, so I will go slow. Um, there you are know all, where I'm going. Yeah, with this. yeah. The the unfortunately, um, Tallahassee has made some laws and changes according with the insurance in- industry when it comes to their culpability and acceptance of claims. And one of the ways that they've decided to do that with the laws that they passed the last couple of years was that any shingle roof that is 15 years or older is suspect to modification and or denial on insurance claims. Um, so some roofers say that my roof's gonna last 50 years. Nothing lasts 50 years in Florida. I'm sorry, the age and the heat <laughs> and just really exacerbates the, the, the health on that. But um, if the insurance company's telling you gotta get it replaced, I guess you do the dollar cost averaging to see how many months or years I need to go of having an increased premium before I need to replace my roof to see if it's gonna be cost effective for me and my family. But it is challenging. Um, not all shingles are made the same. Not all roofers are made the same. So it's a case-by-case basis. But it is the law as we stand on the books right now. Cool. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we want to talk about, so a hurricane comes, somebody has roof damage. What are the steps you should take from minute one? Okay. Uh, we're talking to Todd Pierkowski of Janney Roofing. If somebody wants to reach out to you, give us the website or phone. Jenny Roofing is across the state of Florida, almost, uh, except down in South Florida, 321-385-ROOF, which is 7663, 321-385-ROOF, or jannyroofing.com. Ask for Todd if you'd like me to come out and visit with you and provide a free consultation. And we're listening to The Shepherd of Work, Todd Pierkowski with Mike Gillen and me, Mark Oldstein in the studio. We'll be back in a minute. 
If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Hey, Mike Gilland here with a special invitation to be with me on my daily talk show, Afternoons with Mike at 1.05 p.m. and again at 6.05 p.m. Along with me will be a guest for the day, either a local or national leader, could be a pastor, an author, an entertainer, or even a senator. We cover both local and national issues, always from a perspective of a biblical worldview. Hope to have you along with me. Afternoons with Mike. It's not just talk, it's life-changing. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-led communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-led communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. So we're back, Todd Pierkowski in the studio today with Jenny Roofing, and we're talking all things roofing. Todd, we all make plans, and we all think we know what to do until we need to do it. And then we panic, we freak, we're in shock, whatever. So let's say a hurricane comes, and we get hit, and we lose a chunk of our roof or whatever. The storm is passing Walk us through the steps that we should need, that we should do once we know we have some damage. So preventative is first. Uh, if you are a policyholder, it is a requirement in our policies as an agreement with the insurance company that we are going to do whatever we can to mitigate or prevent further damage. If we had hurricane come through or storm damage where shingles have been removed or we have things that expose, uh, getting someone out there as quick as possible to either remove a tree branch or to have it tarped uh, would be very important. May make a word of caution though, don't nail the tarp down or have a tarp nailed down because if the claim does not get approved, now we got holes in your roof like Swiss cheese. It needs to be done with sandbags. So, all right. So, for tarping, yes. do you need to pick a company, uh, a roofing company, to come out and tarp it? And if they tarp it, are you then bound to use them? You are not. Uh, with our clients, if they ask us to do tarping, which is considered emergency services as part of the preventative plan of our policies. Um, then we will come out and, and pay for and, and tarp it. Uh, the our our protocol is that the customer would pay us directly for the tarping service. They are not obligated to use us, uh, but if their claim does get pulled through and succeeded, uh, the client or homeowner or policyholder can be reimbursed for the charges for the tarp that they paid for by the insurance carrier because they did take the necessary steps to prevent further damage. Would that be kind of considered part of their deductible then? Sometimes. Some carriers are like that. Well, they'll apply it since it is out of pocket. They'll apply mm-hmm. it towards the deductible. I've also seen it where it's been separate. They just do a complete reimbursement, but the deductible will still be required. Typically, after a hurricane, and I know there's all kinds of mitigating circumstances, but typically how quickly can a roof be tarped once the storm has passed. Well, hopefully it's not raining still, although sometimes that happens, but our emergency services, we try to get to our clients typically within a 24 to 48 hour period. Okay. So as quick as possible is is the goal. 
Uh, the good thing about Janie Roofing as well is because of our experience and our longevity in our marketplace and our footprint, we have a complete, fully stocked warehouse uh, that has tarps already in stock, sandbags, et cetera, ready to go uh, when those storms come through. We're not just waiting to prepare for it. We're already prepared for it. And, and keep in mind, folks, if you're listening to the show, we're not doing a paid advertisement for Janny Roofing, but we're talking, you know, Todd, you have experience with Janny. You do things the right way. So we were trying to explain to people yes, sir. how a roofing company should interact with you. So we're using Janny as kind of the template. Yes, sir. No problem. Right. So now they've got the roof tarped. So what, what's next or what are they doing in the meantime getting the tarp? Yeah, the biggest thing is, and we think, talked earlier offline, is that most people don't think about their roof until they're ready to buy a house or sell a house. Nobody does it in between. Uh, but when a storm happens and you realize you have damage, the biggest thing is to file a claim with your insurance carrier. It could be done online. It could be done over the phone. Um, and at that point, the insurance carrier will give you a claim number and assign you both an in-house adjuster, which is called a desk adjuster. And my joke, they also give you an outhouse adjuster, which is the field adjuster. <laughs> uh, they're going to schedule time for them out and do an inspection. And they'll make a determination based on policy coverage. Sometimes it'd be considered to be a repair or sometimes it'd be considered to be a replacement or maybe insufficient damage altogether. Depends on what the status is. The biggest consideration that I find people making a mistake is when they buy an insurance policy or buy a new home and you get insurance when they bought the house, they never revisit their insurance policy. And one of the things that's needed is a coverage or provision called law and ordinance or ordinance and law. And I've seen people get their hopes up for getting a claim approved and find out later that they did not have that coverage and the claim is declined. Not because it wasn't claim worthy, but because they didn't have the proper coverage. Now's the time to make sure that you have proper coverage on your home, including law and ordinance, which deals with Florida building code and bringing your house up to code for that model year. So I'm a homeowner and I never knew I had that choice. How does somebody know that, that they have it? They may not know. I would challenge them to contact their insurance agent and find out what kind of coverage they have and if it's adequate coverage. Uh, the other challenge is, let's say the house has been insured for a long time and they never had it revisited. If the home has increased in value by hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially, but your policy still has the old coverage, you might be underinsured for a loss like that. Things are very important to look at. Oh my goodness, somebody who bought a house, like in my case, well, and actually after I bought my house, the market dropped. People who bought the houses then are finding they're worth like three times as much now. Yes, sir. Hopefully the agent, if they're doing their job, will help them adjust their policy accordingly. There's another caveat to that in the fact that some of the insurance carriers have their own roofing programs outside of the normal construction world where a homeowner would get a discount on their premium by using their contractors. It's called a preferred program. Could be a contractor's network. It could be uh, the option to repair or, op or, or a right to repair. Um, those typically have those coverages built in place already for them. All right, so we've gotten the roof tarped. We've talked to our insurance company. We've got that all worked out. What's next? If they will allow us the opportunity, we would be honored to come meet the adjuster at their customer's home at the same time, because most homeowners don't understand roofing, nor do they understand the terminology that the adjuster is going to make. We would come as an, as an opportunity to partner with them and visit with them with the adjusters there to help identify coverage and hopefully walk them through that process. And then at that point, if the claim is approved, the homeowner has an opportunity to partner with Janney Roofing. Or their own company. Or their own company, of course. Have. They have the, the requirement by law is that they must satisfy their deductible. That's the first upfront. And then, of course, if there's a determination made, they may get a check from the insurance company based on their coverage. And if the other thing people don't think about is they get a check in the mail and they're thinking, do I have to get my roof done with this one check? And it's possible. 
based on the coverage that they have and their policy coverage. Mm -hmm. But typically, it's a three-step process. The deductible is the first step. That's paid by the policyholder to whoever's rendering the service. Just like a hospital, you pay the hospital your deductible, you pay the car place your deductible. So let's put a pin in this for a second. Yes, sir. Uh, if so, if a roofing company says, we will take care of your deductible, the customer ought to run. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. That is fraudulent. It is against the law. Okay. The challenge is you cannot profit from an insurance claim. And when a client is having some of the deductible covered or waived or paid for, they are profiting from a claim. Third degree felony up to five years in jail, $50,000 fine. It's, it's serious. A, okay. whole ro- a roof is a lot less than $50,000. Yeah, 100%. And jail time too. So um, if, if that get that taken care of. Some people also say, well, I got my determination from my claim in the mail and it said they took care of my deductible. They took it out. Well, no, the claim still has a certain value. What they did, they separated your responsibility from their responsibility. The deductible still must be paid. And then the first check that they got is called a net claim. And then also there's things that happen within the claim that may be short. Sometimes I cannot imagine being a field adjuster at the time of a hurricane or a storm. They're trying to catch the roof, the inside, the interior, the fence, the garage door. We're roofers. Let us put our professional eyes on it to see what needs to be done per code. And then we'll bring it up to par at that point. The condition, the, the, the phrases in our industry is to bring it back to what's called pre-loss condition or better. Sometimes there's also money being held back by the insurance company as leverage to make sure that the roof got done. And then there's a reimbursement at the backside of the claim as well to say, hey, these were the things that were discovered within your claim. Let's say your flashing was bad or we needed to change out your wood on your roof. All those things are addressed during or post construction and possibly could be reimbursed by the insurance company as well. All right, let's press on. What next? Next, uh, Janie Roofing would, or, or a client like Janie Roofing, another roofing company, would meet with the client. Uh, they would set up an agreement or a contract, satisfy their deductible, which has to be proven to be paid, and then pick out colors and go through the process. Um, it could be in a claims process. It could be lengthy uh, based on backlog, based on production availability for materials, based upon uh, cruises. We have our own crews, so that helps us a lot, too. We have access to materials. Uh, get a schedule. Typically from a storm, you might be six to eight weeks out before you can get your roof put on. Um, and then, of course, getting everything taken care of after that and getting through the inspection process. We pull over our own permits um, and we do the inspection process with the municipality. So speak to the potential customer right now. What are some of the things that they need to look for when they're interviewing a company? What are some very specific things that they need to look for to where make sure there's no fl- red flags? Well, the first thing I would look for is find out their company, either online, website, Google, um, Better Business Bureau, uh, social media. Check out the reviews. Okay. You know, don't take my word for it that Janie Roofing is great, although I think we are. Take our customers' word for it. Janie Roofing is the highest rated roofing contractor in the state of Florida. Look to see what others are saying about us, not just what we're saying about it. Number two, make sure that they are fully insured. There's a lot of companies out there that don't have proper insurance. And if they got hurt on your property, your homeowner's insurance is going to pay for it, not them. Number three, are they licensed? Not just a roofing license. Some also may be a contractor's license or a general contractor's okay. license. Something might be structurally need to be addressed. Having the licensing is very important. And number four, what about their labor? Where do they get their labor from? Who's putting the roof on? Who's the, who's the people doing that? Um, a lot of companies sub out their work and... You and I both don't know we'd want them on our property sometimes, um, especially if you have children, pets, et cetera. 
Um, and lastly, I have some people say, well, I would never pay a roofer until the job is completed. We pay as we go. I know in this channel, in this station, you guys air Dave Ramsey. Derek Janney is a certified Financial Peace University instructor, and we pay as we go. Yeah. And we've been living debt-free in our company since day one. We continue to do that. Todd, you have given us so much information in a half hour. Uh, I feel like I can't catch my breath. But folks, if you've listened to the show, you've heard some things you like, you want others to hear it too. This show is going to be as podcasted. So send this link to your friends, your family, your neighbors. Uh, Todd, again, give us the information how people can reach out to you. Sure. 321-385-ROOF, which is 7663. 321-385-ROOF. Ask for Todd. I'm the only one there by that name. You can also go to janieroofing.com and request me as well. Well, Todd, thank you so much for being with us today. For Mike Gillen, Mark Olstein, we will see you next week on The Shepherd of been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.